A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. He konai purangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Hi, I'm depressed alcoholic comedian James Norquise. A couple of years ago, I had a mental health breakdown which resulted in panic attacks on international flights, stepping in front of an oncoming bus, and eventually showering so long that I began to get a little bit hungry. And that's when I discovered something magnificent. Through the magic of takeaways and running water, it turns out my mental health safe space is eating fried chicken in the shower. And that's how we've ended up here, a mental health podcast on headspace and happiness. This episode, I'll be talking to TV creators Roseanne Liang and Polina Lau. We'll be talking about parental validation. The rule is, mm. in Chinese culture, you shit on your own kids yeah. and you praise <laughs> the other kids. Professional validation. We could work our asses off and we'll still get someone, some random stranger yelling at us in the street. And personal validation. I became addicted to external validation. Really? As a kid. Some of this will get a bit real. The language, the subjects. So make sure that you're in a safe space with your comfort food. And join us, eating fried chicken in the shower. Hi, and welcome to Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower, a uh, mental health podcast with me, James Nokise. And today, I am joined by uh, Roseanne Liang and Paulina Lau who are incredible creatives. Oh, thank you. Um, because I, the reason I don't pin you down on one thing is because you're doing so many things. Like the most famous thing right now is probably the creamery. Mm -hmm. uh, just creamery, not oh, dark just creamery. Not, not, not dark creamery? Just like creamery. Facebook. Oh, right. the... Did I just say it like one of your uncles would say it? I love your yes. show, the creamery. <laughs> Your Samoan uncles are wow. <laughs> yeah. How'd you know? Yeah, it's like, it's like. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, <laughs> with the creamery, can you give me a quick, like. Creamery. Sorry, with creamery. <laughs> That's the episode. Sorry. No, it's fine. Sorry. You just corrected me like a Samoan auntie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, creamery. <laughs> Sorry, was that, was that, was that um, appropriation? No, I think no, because no, half, yeah, yeah. half okay. the Samoan aunties are Chinese. <laughs> okay. so yeah, I was going to say it was more Chinese than Samoan, but it was accurate. Yeah, it's accurate. That's right. Because, um, yeah, sorry, you, got, you guys are uh, Chinese heritage, is that right? Yes, yeah. I'm Hong Kong Chinese. Same. Yeah. Hong yeah? Kong Chinese, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. That, and that in Hong Kong, is that like, uh, were you guys born there or born in New Zealand? Uh, born in New Zealand, yeah. Yeah, born in New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, born in New Zealand. Parents are from there, moved over. Yeah, cool. So they've been here for like... Well, my parents have been for like 40-something years. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think parents. they came yeah. in the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> same yeah. boat. No, that's the same yeah, with my parents. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. A lot of people think like my European is only Zealand European, but my mum's Welsh. Like right, she, right. she came over because she met dad, and dad was like, come to a magical land, and yeah, yeah so... Like, really far away. Yeah, And they're yeah. like, yeah, okay. Yeah, shout out Diaspora. Actually, my mother was like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> 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 
Because, like, all I know about Hong Kong is, like, most Pacific Islanders is Sevens Rugby and a video store's worth of martial arts films from mid-1980s yeah, to early yeah, oh 2000s. Yeah, oh my God, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, Watching. do I know New Zealand history figures? No. no. Do I know <laughs> yeah. action stars from Hong Kong for a 15-year period? Yeah. 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 Do you know, oh my God, I had this VHS of Jackie Chan's... Um, uh, City Hunter? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. The hamburger boobs? Oh, my God. Boop, 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 yeah. Boop, boop, boop. yeah. He's so, okay, so what is this? Jackie Chan's really fucking <laughs> hungry. Oh, sorry. No, you, really oh, no you can swear. It's fine. Jackie Chan's really hungry, and he's mm. saving this, this boat, right? Yeah. But he's, he can't... He, he's fighting crime, and he's really hungry, so he sees this woman in the pool, and he's so hungry that when he looks at her boobs... <laughs> They become hamburgers. They become hamburgers. Like, literally, hamburgers go boop, 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 boop. Is that like, as a filmmaker, is that a big inspiration? City Hunter? Yes, yeah, City it's Hunter. Such a, it's such a terrible when, movie. When James. You, when you're making your own stories... Are the you, hamburger tips. Yeah. Is there, there wasn't a moment during your, uh, your last Hollywood right. blockbuster where you're like, Chloe, I've got so, an idea. We're just riffing. So, this monster's really hungry and... <laughs> What do you see? Yeah, okay. for a moment, uh, no, absolutely, that's like, not appropriate. You would have that's... been, you would have been epically called out, borderline cancelled. But there would have been like forty to fifty Pacific Islanders. <laughs> You're like City Hunter. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. yes, I see it. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, what chicken yeah. have you bought? So... <laughs> Are they? Is it breast or thigh? Are we breast or thigh people? I, I, I don't know. I said I, I was a thigh person. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm I'm much more of a hamburger myself. <laughs> uh, what have we got? What have we? What have we? Let me let me pass to you. This is your chicken. Oh, oh, yeah. thank you. That's uh, yeah. That's yeah, one eight. How come? How come? I, th- I think you. I don't know. I think we can oh, share. We can share. Okay, all right. That's that's the vibe. We've got sauces. What have you got? Oh, you've got. I've got the chips. Oh right. You're oh, not wow. I, no, well, absolutely. Okay. Oh, you really did become a Samoan artist. <laughs> yeah. You're not going. To... No, I'm sorry. This is my one. Uh, sorry. Are you sick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, are you coming? Are, are you not well? Oh, you've got the potato. Um, almonds. Oh, wow. This is cool. Look at, Look at these chips. Yum. That's cool. This is uh, po- pochara, pochara chicken. No, just pocha. <laughs> just oh, pocha. That's the chicken. That's oh, that's the chicken. chicken. Cool. But it's shaped like an R. I can see. I can see your. You can see I how can I got see. there. See where you went. How's it been with um, the success of Creamery? Like, is it, did you expect it? Like, it's a great, like, it's a great show, but like, did you mm-hmm. expect it to Thank really you. pop with people? Oh, it's fun! I really like. I didn't it. really think about it because I think yeah. with Flat Three, we sort of it was um, this is a mess, isn't it? Uh, put on was YouTube. Yeah. So. In some ways, it's like you put things out there on YouTube and it's so easy, it'll just get buried and no one mm. will ever find it. And I think I just sort of had that mentality with the show because I thought, oh, well, it's quite on quite late, but, you know, if yeah. people might find it. I mean, there's so much out there to watch yeah. all the time. How do you compete for audience? So I didn't really take into account. And so when it did come out and people were talking about it, I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> people, people know it's around. It exists. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. I don't think anyone when we made it, we don't we don't expect anything. But mm. but we I guess we had a hunch that we were making something that was pretty uh, new and mm. different. Yeah. And um, and so when people responded in a really positive way, it mm-hmm. was um. Uh, we I think you've had quite a lot of people coming up to you just in public, right? Can you tell that story about like? The um oh the work construction? the the construction workers oh that was like, probably it's my favourite interaction so mm-hmm. 
I walk up to work every morning after past mm. Sky City, and there's all the mm. cons- they're doing that big massive construction. And every morning it's like six a.m. Mm. just before six a.m. walking past, and generally it's the same. Obviously, we're all on the same shift, so I see the same people every morning. Yeah. And there was one guy. There's one guy I always say hi to, and then there was one morning where it was him and a younger guy. And I was walking up to them. Usually I'm on my phone and then kind of just go, oh, morning, morning, and keep walking. And then the week that cream came out, walked past, I was like, morning, oh, morning. And the guy was like, hey, you're on that TV show, eh? And I was like, yeah. I watched it. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. Bye. All right, bye. Have a good day. <laughs> and I was like, this is the most wholesome interaction I mean, that's, that's I've ever had from construction and it's workers. And so Kiwi yeah, as well. Yeah, that's like the high low, Kiwi praise. The low Kiwi. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Yeah, I'll watch like, it. Yeah. I'll take this at 5.50am yeah. in the morning. For people Happy listening overseas, that is, that's a five-star review mm. in New Zealand <laughs> critique. Hey, you're on this Kiwi show. I watched it. Watched it. Good. I was yeah. like, you're not even a demographic. I love it. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. yeah. Too, that was too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're going to play it cool because they're playing it quite cool. Yeah. Like, my version of that is actually eating chicken. Like, oh, yeah. If I'm in a mall oh, yeah. and people like see me in a food court, mm-hmm. like that's when people are like, oh, he's going to order chicken. And like people will go, what chicken are you getting? <laughs> I'm like, you don't look like you watched the show. But I will but? get, I'm not sure yet. And then someone's usually like, oh, it's a KFC. And I'm like, hey, man, let's not reinforce the hey, stereotypes. Yeah, let's not. It's... <laughs> Give me a chance. Hey, yeah. but also let's not. <laughs> let's not dismiss Let's, let's not dismiss KFC. <laughs> yeah. yeah, depends where I am. But I mean, like, I have that with this show, like, in terms of, like, oh, man, this is a silly show. And, like, we're, do- we're doing something, but this is a silly show. And then people go, oh, wow. Do you have that with Creamery? Where you go, like, not say that, like, it's silly, but it's, it is a, it's it's a comedy. Silly. It's really silly. It's silly, man. Yeah. It's ridiculous in some parts. I thought it was going to be really... Your character was ridiculous. <laughs> I know. Oh, character was amazing. Though. It was really intense filming it at the time. That was something I... I, I remember there were so many scenes uh, that I was sort of like really in the moment or whatever, and I was like, oh, God, this is so intense. And then I watched it back, and I was like, what? This is so silly. <laughs> I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, mm. the, the lightness that only came through as a viewer, mm. but when you're in it, I guess, for the characters... It's like real high stakes and you're getting chased by some like psycho person with a gun. But then you're watching you're like, this is, this is silly. But in a good way. <laughs> so when you're getting praise, does it feel like it's deserved? Like, how are you guys with praise? We're not great at, well, <laughs> it's embarrassing, right? It's really embarrassing. Like, when someone says... Yeah, like, no, it's not. No, well, no, no, I, no I, I hear what you're saying. Like, I feel that's a natural, news, quite a New Zealand, to a degree, response. Yeah, it's... it's yeah, it's... Um, you want to say thank you. Like, I think I've been... In the same way that someone says, like, let's say your partner says, mm. says, says I love you, right? They, occasionally they do. And yeah. they say, I love you. And you know that you have to say, I love you, too. Like within a certain time frame, because if you if you pause too long, yeah. there's going to be questions, yeah. right? So, it's, it's, so if, if I say I love you, and you yeah. you have to say I love you yeah. too, yeah. In the same way, people go, I really love your show. Yeah. I know that I have to say, oh, thank you. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, oh, I, an, I love your work too. As an, and sometimes that comes out, like if I know them, if they're in the industry, and they've. Mm. You know, let's say they did a play two years ago or I watched their short <laughs> film that they made and I go, oh, congratulations on that thing you're doing. And they're like, don't do that. Like, I'm... Just yeah. let me... Just yeah. let... Just take the... Take the... Yeah. Just accept it and don't try and spread the... 
I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't know. How are you with, because I, I, again, this is something I have of, how are you with family praise? Like, what family praise? I don't get that. <laughs> what do you mean? What no, do you mean I, I family understand praise? that. Like, my dad said he was proud of me, like, last year. <laughs> It's just like yeah. the first time. What? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. So. <laughs> Seriously, like, like, oh, the, no. like the siblings. That oh, I think he said it over the year. He might have, but it was like in front of the siblings, and they were all like, "Oh yeah, Yo, that's, a, that's a big." You're about to get made a chief or something. <laughs> <laughs> what like, did you do? What did? What was the? Sorry. Oh, I did. What did you I, do? T- I turned into like a fourteen-year-old. Like I just went, "Oh, thanks, Dad. Thanks." No, no, but what no, did but you do what to, to, to get warrant? the praise? Um, what had you done? I think I'd gotten a, a lot. I'd hustled a lot of work out of lockdown. Because oh. I live in London, and so I've been trapped here, and he'd watched all of my work evaporate. So I lost like my whole work and career in the UK and that. And he just, I'd, I'd been staying at his place, and so I think he'd finally seen the work that you actually the, the, yeah, yeah, the early early mornings, late nights, the constant oh. writing. And so when something prop, and um, we were having a family dinner. I think it was my sister's birthday, though. <laughs> she's like, oh, it's and she's my like, birthday. Excuse me. Excuse me. Time yeah. Place. yeah, right. But you, like, have you guys have you guys had the the awkward parent proud love thing? I think my mum. I think my mum. Yeah, in the last few years. Yeah. But well, both my parents have been like proud of you, and I'm sort of just like. Okay, thanks. <laughs> and, and then I just like scuffle off. Yeah. Or sort of just like, oh yeah, thanks. Because I think verbal affirmations are not yeah. really a thing. Yeah. In, well, definitely for like maybe Chinese parents. Totally. The, the, ru- the rule is mm. in Chinese culture, you shit on your own kids yeah. and you praise <laughs> the other kids. So from, from oh, like yeah, day right. dot. Yeah. So say, Rose, say we're like kid friends and Roseanne's at our house. Yeah. Your parent will be like, Look at Roseanne. Look at her helping round the house. Why can't you be more like her? <gasps> what? You know, it's, no. no, that was that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then, and then, say Roseanne's mum's there. She'll be like, yeah. "What are you talking about? Yeah. Pauline is amazing. Da da da. But Roseanne, she's terrible. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it's just this sort of like kid off. Yeah. I don't know of who's got the worst kid. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's very like hum- like it's humble to a ridiculous degree. Yeah. Play um, humble, would you say? Yeah, almost. Because there is a sort of like. You have to, you have to, yeah. You have to sort of like keep appearances up. It's that, it's that mm. thing. There's a, there's a way to do things, and you just follow the rules. Yeah. So, yeah. so the verbal praise is not really. I don't know. I at least that's what it was I've, like. Yeah, I don't get it. But I think what the message that the parents have been receiving over the years is that they should show their love sometimes. So mm. they'll they'll try and be like, okay, I'm not proud too of you. Often. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> and yeah. you're like, thank you. Let's not do this. Are you though? Yeah. Eating fried chicken in the shower. Share the food with your parents. But maybe not the shower. Belina, when you're saying that, I'm going, oh yeah, Pacifica is a lot like that too. But the mum will be vocal. And like, even when they're doing the hate or something, or they're ripping the piss out of you, there's kind of like a, like, do you get a sense of the underlying love? Or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not Serious. It's not done in a like yeah. a, you're terrible. It's just it's just sort of a more pl- it's playful. And it's only with your family. Like you can only rip your family. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You can't rip other people's family. No. You have to only praise others yeah. and rip your own family. And then can I ask how are your dads with emotion? Having just told you about like mine taking eighteen years. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> like how do, how are your guys' dads? I think so, similar. Like, I, like can they do it? And I don't can they, they, they can, can my dad's more emotional than my mum, so he yeah. was probably more vocal. He was the first 
to be more vocal. Yeah. Um, but that was probably not until I was like 18. Right. Yeah. Why? So beca oh, Why because I was, I was leaving on a gap year to <gasps> England for a year. Oh, right. And at the airport, they were like, I love you. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was I like, okay, you. bye, weird, gross. <laughs> and I We're not Americans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I just, yeah, it was really like, oh, could, almost not confronting, but it, it, they'd just never said it really before. They yeah. might have said it like once or twice, but as an adult, I don't think I'd heard it that much. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's because I'm leaving for like more than a week kind of thing, more than school camp. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember when... I think it was about 22, 23, I remember a really clear, subtle but clear shift in that I think my parents, because my parents were splitting up at the time as well, and mm. my mum was definitely sort of, you know, she's obviously going through a lot of grief and it was really awful for her and stressful for her, I mean, before both of them, but she really was a bit more sort of emotional about it. Mm. And I think there were times she would say things that I would sort of think... Oh, like that's so. That's you shouldn't say that, or, or you. Sh that's not. You shouldn't be saying that, or you shouldn't be thinking that way. Mm. And that was sort of the first time I felt like I was going. I wouldn't do that if I was an adult. Mm. And so, so it was this switch of like, oh, we're we're both adults and we're different. Mm. And I'm able to look at your actions as a person and an adult rather than as like my mum, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it was suddenly yeah. like, oh, my parents are also adults who make mistakes or they do things that I don't agree with mm. and I'm now in a position where I can go oh I think I'd do it differently but not yeah. in like a condescending way or, or patronizing way it was yeah. just this moment of realization where I was like oh yeah I think that shift is starting to happen where like we're no longer kids and the things that they'll talk to us about are changing yeah and they're not hiding things or like trying to keep it on the d-low because Perlina how, how old were you when your parents divorced that's like twenty three, maybe right. So quite a bit old, like yeah, old enough yeah. to old enough to obviously know that they were happier separately, and that was good for both of them. But I think the way everyone deals with grief or trauma or whatever is obviously different. And because mm. at the same time we were in the middle, mm. then we, my sister and I were quite sort of like, don't don't try and like pull us onto your side. Like we're just in the middle of this. Just let us be in the middle. Yeah. But that yeah, that was sort of the first event where. I saw them differently, and yeah. I was like, oh, saw them as like uh, just humans rather than my parents, who are always you, right. Do you, do you do anything for yourself, like after, like if one of them goes off on the other, or like, do you Oh, do, no, do you do I think to... both, they're, they're both okay now, but yeah. in the, I think in the beginning, I was really, because my mum was more vocal, I think I was really angry at her for a long time because of it, mm. because I felt like, oh, like, can't you see that we're in the middle here as well and we're dealing with it mm. in our own way. And probably this year, and because, oh, last year coming back for COVID, um, sort of in lockdown together, and it was the first time I was living back with her as an adult, mm. we had a lot of those conversations about what happened, and I think it was the first time when I said, you know, we're, we're involved in a different way we were also part of it. You just couldn't see it. You know, you're not going to see it because she was obviously one half of it. Mm. But we were also there. And it was sort of the first time she went, yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah. With, with a tone that's thought that for the first time suggested she was like, oh, yeah, I didn't really think about that necessarily. Mm. But as if, you know, when, if you're younger, yeah. it's really hard to articulate that. Yeah. And you also don't know what you're thinking. But because we were older, 
we could be like, this sucks. It's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> but then also, you know, yeah. can not can hold that in. And like, how do you how do you start that conversation? Like, it's, like it's a lot easier when you like you don't sit down and go, okay, we need to talk. Yeah, no, no. I think it was, I think it was, I think it was actually her. She was having a rant about something, and also mm. last year was really. I think she was definitely a bit anxious about... Yeah, oh, everyone. Everyone whole, was, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there would be bursts of kind of thing. And also living together as an adult. Suddenly, yeah. oh I have... Oh, my God. Yeah. You, like, I have my work and things, you have your work and things, and they are not the same. <laughs> trying to navigate that. Um, and I, it would just be outbursts of whatever, and she might just make, like, a sort of throwaway comment. Mm. And I'd just be like, no, you can't say that. You know, so then yeah. I'd like, pick up on it. Yeah. And it was also like, well... Might as well talk about it here. I've got nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> can't go to the supermarket. Can't escape. Can't escape. I was like captive audience. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, uh, I didn't realise my mum loved watching British crime so much, so loudly, Aww. and so late. And I don't know if uh, either of you have tried to go to sleep in the middle of a pandemic when a woman is being murdered downstairs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just, like, walk down and there's Taggart going, there's been a mother. And I'm like... <laughs> Like, Mum, didn't we watch this in 1998? The first it's time? It's also the volume. Yeah, the volume. Really? <laughs> Everything's man. really loud. And it's got to be an eight. Because I'm like, shh. You know, she's yeah. on the phone talking yeah. to her friends, telling my lockdown story 20 times. That was the other yeah. Oh, she's yeah. just come back. You know, okay, so she came back on the Tuesday. And then so she, yeah, Lo- yeah, London. Yep, yeah, no, no, no. So, yeah, no, London. So she came back, arrived. You know, no, I went to pick her up at the airport. Yep, masks. Oh, my masks. God. And I was like, if you tell the story one more time, honestly. But it was like 20 and I was like, shh, your voice is very loud. The TV is very loud. Everything's very loud. Well, what but, did you yeah. do? Can I ask? Because I, I went for walks. I was very, very lucky. I've never been more excited about walks in my life. <laughs> I also went for walks every day, like yeah. two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's yeah. a long look. Walk, look, walk. Walk, look. Yeah. Yeah. But there was nothing, like, of a day of what? 24 hours, two hours, oh, nothing. Strange. Yeah. No, look, I, <laughs> I love my mum. I love her. I'm very close with her. I walked for two to four hours. I, wow. broke, I broke the law. I, I, had no, I lived in Wellington. I had nowhere to walk. I just went round the block and went, I wonder if anything's different. <laughs> yeah. There's a cat. I didn't see that cat today. I'm going to look for that cat. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whereas if you're I living with your parents, my main argument is... No, I will go to the supermarket. No, stay. Yeah, stay. Yeah, you yeah. are at risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll go anywhere. I'll myself on the line. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll go and save. I will go to pack and save. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest fight my mum and me had was when I left the shopping list at home, but just remembered it, and she just wandered into the supermarket <gasps> with the shopping list no. and gave it to me like, in front of people, and, like, here you go, and then just went for a walk around and then, like, sat in the car waiting to drive me home. And I was, like, just looking at her, like, what are you doing? <laughs> And then we got into the car. Oh, I got into the car with the shopping, and like there was just a silence. And then I went to my mum. Did you have fun in there? Did you have a nice time? <laughs> and she and she took a breath and then went. Like she'd gone clubbing and she wasn't yeah, allowed. Yeah, yeah. And you? And like you'd caught her. And I took that tone. And in my mind, that was the right tone. And in her mind, I gave you life. <laughs> and she said to me, oh, I birthed you. And I went, talk about it at home. She said, 
you will walk home oh. if you keep that tone. Never forget. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, it's like, I don't care if it's a pandemic. I don't care if it's winter. <laughs> you will get out of this car and walk home oh and gosh. think about what you just yeah, said. Exactly. It's so good. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I bowed to the queen. I apologize. I forgot myself. That's correct. Line. Yeah. Are your parents still alive? Still yeah. So, uh, yeah. Your, do you find yourself slipping into your parents as a parent now or do you are you conscious slipping into parents? like slipping into the mannerisms of your parents as a parent like or are you conscious enough of their parenting <laughs> I'm quite interested in this answer. Well, so the 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 more when I I think when I became a parent I realized that my parents were kind of winging it. <laughs> <laughs> And they were just doing the best that they could with mm. three uh, girls, mm. and, which is a lot. And, and my dad was working and my mum was, um, I guess, the, the homemaker and mm. took us and wanted us to achieve to quite a high level, being of that immigrant, you know, uh, idea that mm. we come here to ascend. Yeah. And so she... <laughs> Have you ever it's, heard it, Polina? It's, tr- it's true, but when you say that, we've come here to ascend, like some mission. Oh, yeah, it sounds Space wrong. Mission. It sounds evil somehow. It sounds like the plot of your next Hollywood blockbuster. <laughs> we come here to, to ascend. ascend. <laughs> Actually, it's just an intimate story about immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not get that? We yeah. come here to ascend. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, this driving... And, and the ascension yeah. is based on doing... Music, ballet, speech, and drama. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, that, and we have a Pacific variation. Of right. That. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, sport or uh. law or accounting, <laughs> but right. it's it's school C. Nice. Like I feel like when we were in high school in the nineties, if you got your school C, yeah, that was the that was the you. Yeah, you no, never mind bursary. Bursary was for the elite. Oh but yeah, like, there's something about school C. A. But school C. It was like the one to get. Yeah, yeah. Right. or five as well. Like that's, yeah. I mean, that just speaks to the education issues that we have. But if you got all five schools C, that was like the cliche growing up. Yeah, yeah. You know, not yes. only are they a good boy, but good boy, all five schools C. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed school, so that was that was um, good. But my from like age five, my grandma was like, okay, so you need to get a job where you use your brain and not your hands. Mm. So. The only way you do that is to go to university. So I was like, okay. Yeah, wow. I was like brainwashed. From five? <laughs> oh, pro- yeah. Really young. I mean, academically, that's a good way to get people thinking like about study and that. Yeah. It's like it, making university seem natural and not some like thing which if you do it's a special thing it's just a no no yeah she was like that's like the key to how you can get a job where you can just like sit there and don't have to like lift stuff ascension like ascension yeah yeah so i was like (laughs) this is how we ascend (laughs) ascend to a chair (laughs) (laughs) i mean that just sounds like the title of your your book (laughs) the resane langston ascend to a chair Yeah. Eating fried chicken in the shower. Ensure bucket is outside shower before ascending chicken to mouth. Can I, can I ask, out of curiosity, is, um, just because both your families are from Hong Kong, right? Mm-hmm. With what's happening in Hong Kong, does that like, does that hit with you guys? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was def- and definitely, it was quite intense the last couple of years because 
uh, of well, there was just more protests and stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, and then yeah. since COVID, they've sort of not been able to protest. But then mm. there's been tons of like arrests and stuff. Mm. It's uh, yeah, it just feels like a bit powerless. I think basically mm. because that's basically what's happening. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of um, like what can we do and the and the powers that be are so it's just too big mm. to be able to um you you there's no fight there's mm. that, there's actually no <coughs> fight to be had because mm. the the scale of the what they're up against is just they're probably listening to this conversation, like, do, do you know, via our phones or whatever. <laughs> yeah. We can't yeah. say anything about, and they're so good at their job of mm. pushing the nationalist mm. idea that, mm. so back in the 90s, mm. I remember going to a, um, a, a Tiananmen Square protest mm. for, and, and or, or it wasn't a protest, it was... Um, more a, a march for a democracy. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I went with my parents. Mm. And now I'll have arguments with my parents about Hong Kong as China, and right. it always was China, mm. and you have been brainwashed by the Americans, and the Americans are bankrolling the protesters. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I wouldn't put it past America. Absolutely, yeah. They but, have a history. Right. And they're like, you, you love America and you think America's great. And I was like, I never said that. Mm. But uh, do we think China mm. is this all-loving, all-thoughtful thing? Mm. And I feel very uncomfortable even talking about it mm. because I know that they're very thorough with their um, research. Yeah. yeah. If, if, I mean, like, before you speak, Pauline, I'll just notice you, you have both tensed up. On that question, I, I don't think it's conscious, but your body language, your your faces—it's mm. the only subject that, it's, it's, rather, it's the only sort of like news current affairs subject mm. that I can't really talk to my mum about. Like mm. she just gets really uncomfortable. She's like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And and she and similar, I suppose, similar to your parents, it's a, you know, they got handed back in 1997. Why mm. is everyone acting like this wasn't always coming? Mm. It's been on the cards since 1997. Mm -hmm. It belongs to China. It was what, all they're doing is disrupting. Mm -hmm. She said all the p young people are doing by protesting is disrupting the lives of the millions of people who are trying to live mm -hmm. and trying to make money to continue. Mm -hmm. um, what's the point? You know, and it's also like maybe they're of a gen. And I think I wonder if it's because my parent, my mum's like a of a generation. My parents of a generation where you don't protest, you don't speak out, you don't talk about politics, you don't, you certainly don't go out and march out in mm. public about politics, you just sort of go along with whatever's happening, mm. but I mean that's just, that's what I get from my parents, so mm. yeah, I don't know. It's, it's funny because right when they started, they, it, it felt like the majority of Hong Kongers had joined you know, that like m so many millions mm. of Hong Kongers marched at the beginning, mm. and now it's become a young person's hooligans yeah. fight. Disruptive, yeah, violent. Yeah. It was when they started burning the train stations, mm. I think the, the definitely like some of the older generation in Hong Kong were like, mm, mm. no, this is not what 
you know, as, as long as it, the protests don't disrupt their daily lives, as long mm. as they can get to work, that's a little bit what it felt like. It mm. was, it started to look like, oh, okay, now it's interrupting my, me getting to work, mm. being able to earn money. It's, it's such a, con- it's such a contentious subject. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. and it does feel like with, co- I remember thinking, oh, now that we've got COVID, mm. we're not going to be able to cover it as much. And mm. that kind of basically is what happened. You know, you're mm. not going to get as much news out of there uh, because everyone's at home in lockdown mm. and they're not able to protest. And, and yet China continues its, like, uh, you know, mm. for, for me, the cinema, mm. that they've just changed their cinema guidelines mm. and basically put their own censorship laws in, on Hong Kong films. So there's a rich culture mm. of Hong Kong making, and yes, her, Hong Kong has been colonised, mm. and that's got its own problems with it. Mm. Mm. Hamburgers. Ha- hamburgers. Hamburgers. Yeah. Hamburgers. Yeah. Americans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like what you did there, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but like, but now the strictures that that you know China censors put on their own movies now mm. apply to Hong Kong movies. Mm. How is that going to change? You know, like any anything that you do about. Author, you know, authorities like police. Mm. You, you're never, you're not going to be able to make police story. You're not going to make infernal affairs. Yeah, it's exa- exactly the two films that came to mind. Right. Yeah. Right. You can't make those movies in, with with those Chinas because they want. You can't make movies about ghosts. Mm. You can't. You know. You can't do that because of the Communist Party. Mm. And and what is that going to do to culture in Hong Kong? Mm. How do you not stay sane? How do you deal with frustration and disappointment? Like, not necessarily about Hong Kong, but just... In general. In general, like when those emotions come into you. Frustration and disappointment. I think that I... The idea is that we can work our way out of it. Yeah. That if you just work hard enough, then you'll work your way out of it. And this is another thing which I've just learned, not just, but that this, this idea that you can work hard and get your way mm. out of anything mm. is a trap. Is a is a is a story is a fairy tale that oh, yeah. some people tell us because the system itself is screwed mm. and this is a way to subjugate people by telling you oh you can work hard and you'll but we can't work our way out of discrimination mm. we can't work our way out of prejudice mm. we can work our asses off and we'll still get someone some random stranger mm. yelling at us. In the street, so um, I don't. I don't know how how I. Other than it'll pass, maybe like. Mm. I was gonna say that's what that, I think. That's my thing. Mm. It's just that I'm like everything is temporary. So if it's a shitty feeling or a crappy, you know, just mm. anything that's if it's like negative, I think my first is like, oh, oh, oh well, it's not gonna last forever. And then it's same with like good things. You're like, this is probably not going to last forever too. So might as well just like, you know, yeah. enjoy, enjoy it. while it's happening. Yeah. And that seems to work for both, applies to both, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, uh, sorry, that sounds really uh, like 
oh, it's fine, get over it. And I don't mean it like that. I think it's, uh, it's just my way of dealing with if I'm feeling frustrated, I'm just like, okay, just chill because it's, it'll, in like a day or two, mm. um, it won't seem like a, it'll seem like a blip compared to what it does at this moment. Mm. Yeah. And I try to do like a, if I'm making a decision about whether to do something, I'll be like, will I remember it in five years? Probably not. Who cares? Don't do it. Right. Yeah. Or will I? Maybe. So I'll opt for that. I'll opt for it. Right. I was just thinking about like the research mm. and, and how it shows that we're negatively charged. Like we focus more on negative things than we do mm. on the positive. And that could be evolutionary because... Mm. Um, like a risk assessment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, because you, yeah. maybe you, we're more evolutionary successful if we if we look at the negative. Mm. So when bad shit happens, like, and it's in the scheme of things, it's not it's not that big a deal. Mm. Final final question, which I ask of everyone who comes in here, because um, shower is my safe space and there's food and you know, it's it's very lovely. It's been lovely to have you both. Is there anything um, you guys? Um, either or together would like to share in the shower while you're here. Anything you guys would like to put on the table? Share. Yeah. So any thoughts on mental health or anything from today or yeah. There's no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. <laughs> the pressure. I have to have a good answer. <laughs> you can't say that to me. <laughs> You go first. <laughs> there's no, there's no ducks of the shower. <laughs> I must be ducks. Get a ribbon. <laughs> I, I got a, I got a, a potato chip. It's golden. It's like... <laughs> well, now that you mention it, <laughs> I became addicted to external validation really? as a kid, and really? that's what that ducks shit was about. Whoa. Yeah, I got addicted to the straight A's, like that, all the ninety-nine percent, all that shit. Yeah. And I have made a concerted effort to, to not just quest for that stuff. But it's ingrained. Yeah. As you just saw, I'm like, I have to be the winner. Like, I have to get an A plus and I have to get 90%. And it's still in me. Yeah. But, I'm, but I'm actively trying to be like, it's not, it's not important, man. It's not important. When did you have that realisation? Probably in my 30s. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, my 30s. I think that's pretty normal. I think a lot of, a lot of your 30s is understanding your, your teens and your 20s. And like, sometimes cause I think because people are having kids, but sometimes it's because you're midlife. And so you really try and understand that. It's an equaliser, I think. You know, when I, real, when I look around me and I say, the people that I love weren't ducks. <laughs> The people I admire weren't ducks. But you love them anyway. I love them anyway. <laughs> I'm one of them and I, I was ducks. And I am clearly the best. But the second best wasn't a duck, so it must be okay. And, wh and what, what kind of things have you done to, to try and address it? I think you're right. I've met, I've met a lot of people over the years who have a, a similar kind of thing of needing that external... Funnily enough, in stand-up comedy... There's a lot of people who really need external validation. But what, what are some things that you've done? Um, I think actively trying to, in conversations, not talk about myself. Right. Um, because when you talk about yourself, I think you're looking for a reaction. 
mm. I think. Well, it's interesting in stand-up comedy because you're on stage and your currency is a reaction. Mm. Um, but I think I, I walked around life like that. Yeah. And I was like, the, the art of conversation is really to, co- is to connect with someone mm. and to ask them questions about themselves and find connection that way mm. r- rather than talk about the things that I've achieved and how good I am at things. But that's, that's really interesting of like taking time to be conscious in a conversation of not talking about yourself and that addiction to validation. Uh, there are different ways, I think, to talk about yourself or um, to talk about yourself to connect or to, to connect with someone. But, yes, yeah, so, uh, uh, sometimes if you're telling a story, mm. it's a form of boasting mm. because mm. you're trying to get, you know, you want someone you're, to say you're great. You've got yeah. chicken <laughs> oh, that's a good look. I like Look, to keep chicken there. Why? Where do you keep your chicken? Sometimes you want someone to say you're great. Sometimes you want someone to go, you've got, you got, got some chicken. Food. And that's why I love Helena. <laughs> that's why she keeps my real. Queen, I've got you. I've got you. So sorry, I know you're saying something profound, but um, no one's going to take you seriously. Now you've got chicken on you. I can see both your mums deconstructing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, your daughter had chicken. <laughs> um, Polina, what about you? Is there any, anything you'd like to share? Um, I think I was. I have a very good friend who um, we our catch ups are always just we just talk. We just sit on the couch and talk. We don't ever really do anything. We don't ever go out. I'll just have a cup of tea at hers and we just talk for hours. Mm. And she said something once to me, like a few years ago, that I was like, oh my god, she's absolutely right. And she said. I'm really chill about being intense, and you're really intense about being chill. Wow. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, you, like, nailed it. Because she's full on, and I'm always like, just calm, just calm. Like, you're being quite loud and just calm, you know? Like, you're very intense <laughs> in your conversation in the cafe. I was like, that's probably why I said her house. And, and she's like, you're just so intense about being chill. And I think I'm always just like, yep, 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 no problem, no problem. And probably in the last only, like, five years, I've gotten to the point where I've been like that for so long, that's my first go-to answer. And then I'm like, I'm really overwhelmed and stressed, but it's my fault because I said it was fine. <laughs> and I think I'm only like now figuring out when to be like, no, like I, that's my limit. Or Because I, I don't want to come across as um, not, not difficult, but I want to be, I come across as like flexible, I suppose in like a working mm. environment m- yeah. mostly. And I want to be amenable and I want people to mm. not like me. Mm. And I get flashes of like voting for class captain in school. And I'm mm. like, people don't like me. I want to be class captain, but I didn't get voted. And I'm like, it's because I'm not popular. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I never chase popularity, but I, I think in the back of my mind, I'm like, be someone who people like. Mm. Not a pushover or a walkover, but, but in my personality. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I need to just either embrace the, in, like, the intensity or, or, like, just, yeah. You want to be someone that a, that a builder will stop in the middle of a morning. And say, you know... you got to check off the TV. <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> and I just walked out and I was like... <laughs> class captain. Chicken everywhere. Yeah, Throwing yeah. chicken to the people. I ain't going to fuck my class captain now. <laughs> <laughs> Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower is produced for RNZ by Charlie Blickley of Fruit and Nut Productions. The engineer is Ronnie Poet. 
The executive producers are Justin Gregory and Tim Watkin. You can find this podcast however you just found this podcast. Or if you're listening on the radio, go to RNZ's podcast page and look for the chicken. If you're rating podcasts and you want to rate ours, give us five stars. Remember, more stars, more chicken. If you want to share your comfort food and your mental health safe space with me, then you can tweet me on at James Norkisic. If you're experiencing mental health issues and you're in New Zealand, you can text 1737 or go to the RNZ Fried Chicken page and we'll have a list of different mental health practitioners that might be able to assist you. If because of the pandemic you're experiencing COVID-related mental health issues, you can go to www.health.govt.nz. Look for the COVID page and you'll be able to find mental health resources there. Stay safe. Matua. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.